I'm here with my man, Rashawn. What's Fly up, guy. What's up, man? AKA Fly. You got a cool you got a cool name, bro. <laughs> I didn't give it to myself. Who, so how'd you get the name Fly Guy? Uh girl gave it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah girl. <laughs> um me, me and my boys used to throw parties back in DC. You're from DC? No, I'm not. My okay. man my man went to GW Law School. Oh, got so it. Okay. Me in New York, we would drive down to DC every weekend, throw parties, and then go back to New York on a Sunday. And then? And then so we call ourselves uh, the G4 crew. Right on. So uh, everybody in the crew had a nickname except for me. Get to a party one night and our door girl, the way I was dressed, she just looked at me and she, she was like, like, you're a real fly, fly guy. Look at this fly guy. You're a real fly guy. And yeah. I was like, oh. I had, uh, we used to play Halo. I don't know if like back in the day and then I mm -hmm. got a nickname, but it's not as cool as yours. What was it? Norbert. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, trust me, I had a lot of messed oh, up. God. I had a lot of messed up nicknames. But you're from, you're from New York. Uh, originally, I was born in Guyana, South America. Right on. Okay. And then, and then moved to Brooklyn, and then Miami. Okay. What? What? How? When you were in Brooklyn, how? What's that age range? Uh, five to eight, and then nineteen to twenty-eight. Okay, five to eight, nineteen. Do you feel like people up north are smarter than people in Florida? No. Smarter? He's smarter. I would say. Smarter isn't the word. What is the what's the what's in the water down here in Florida? We got the Florida man going on. <laughs> like we got people just doing crazy stuff. I don't know. You know, like like Charlemagne the God says, man, the people, the craziest people that come from Florida and somewhere else he said. Yeah, he does say that all the yeah. time. But every time it's like a crazy story, it's always somebody from usually North Florida. North Florida is yeah. I mean, I don't even know. That, I don't know what's that going ends. on. <laughs> yeah. I mean I went to FAMU, Tallahassee, so I know a little bit about North Florida. Yeah, a little yeah. bit a little you bit know. of a little bit of the South. A little bit of the South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you, but the hustle strong in in yeah. north i'm from dc oh you're from dc uh, yeah, oh yeah. so you know the hustle's yeah. strong up there yeah down here it feels like everyone's kind of relaxed well i think you know one thing that had it has to do is because everybody's so on top of each other like yeah. population wise it's right. like you you're you're you're, you're clogged up you right know, figuratively and literally right. so it's like you got to get to where you got to get to right faster do quicker it. stronger you know do you feel like i don't know i always think about people that uh that like you meet and whether everyone's got, especially like if anyone in the creative scene, anyone, any musician, mm -hmm. um, any artist that's really trying to, uh, really try to do, it's like the talent almost becomes uh, irrelevant. Like nowadays. Yeah, the talent's almost like, okay, you're good at whatever, it's like cool. It's like, you know how many amazing NBA players there are? Right. Doubt that you'll ever get the chance to be in that 1% percent to get into the NBA. Mm -hmm. It's that hard work, it's that, it's the grind. That it's the gets, thing. It's the thing that you can't teach. Right. You can't teach drive. You can't teach hustle. Right. You know. You can only lead by example, and right. that somebody else recognizes it and then applies it in their own way. Yeah. To to, to that's interesting. That's so interesting to me because I I find like just different people in LA, a different vibe. People mm -hmm. in New York, people in Miami, and you and I always wonder like people like is it a is it a location thing? Is it a atmosphere thing that you're in? I mean, I think Do the, the, does the subway in the concrete jungle? Hey, make well, you, yeah, I was gonna say. I think you, I think the atmosphere plays a role in it. I think the weather plays a role in it. Right. You know, I mean, it's like it's January right now, and you know, it's I had Gucci. shorts on earlier. Gucci. Like, so, <laughs> you know, you don't even have that that. That hustle mentality. If you walk outside your door in January and you got you know a white beard and some shorts, right? On, you know, doesn't so make you. What 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 drives you? Like you you did season one Fly Guy podcast. Mm -hmm. Like how, what what drove you to do that? And because that people people underestimate like content's hard. People yeah. making making something and then releasing it consistently. Yeah, that I is mean, no make, easy. Make, listen, making anything is hard, and, right? But making it repeatedly or like you say consistently, that's people don't really understand what type of mental strain that takes absolutely especially if you're doing it with either totally alone right or only a handful of people absolutely you know it's not easy but um i've always been somebody that's been pushed to 
overachieve, I guess. Right. You know, because I grew up in a household of, of very hard workers. Right. And it's like, I can't disrespect the legacy of my family right. taking these God-given talents for granted. Right. So that's, you know, that's always in the back of my mind with anything I've done. Did you know what you were going to do when you were growing up? Like, when you were younger, do you like... I knew probably that? when I was in high school, I knew I was going to be doing something in entertainment. Right. Um, because I rap before, I, like, I DJ professionally. Right, okay. And I do music. You were doing, you, you DJ professionally now. Were you doing that in high school? No, I was rapping. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. So, but, but, you know, being a child of hip-hop, it's all, you know, they're all correlated. Right. You know, so I knew some way I was going to be doing something within this hip-hop culture right. as an adult. Right. And, and I didn't know, I never thought it would be DJing, though. Never even entered my mind. I thought I was going to be the biggest rap star in the world. <laughs> Definitely, did. Definitely did, you know. And, you know, my, my, one of my older brothers, he was an editor-in-chief of the Source magazine. Okay, so you're, the, like, you're so, like, I got to connect. I'm like. Oh, I thought I had to super connect. Yeah. <laughs> that was not the case. That's um, so hilarious. But, but, you know, it was like going to FAMU and, and trying my hand at college and, and right. getting a nine-to-five and, you know, it, you know, like the same. Why do people discredit the nine-to-five? Like, if you're on Instagram, mm -hmm. I don't want to post whatever my nine-to-five is. I want to post this alter ego of what mm -hmm. I want you to think my nine-to-five I mean, is. I think, do you know what I mean? Yeah, because people are attracted to fantasy. Right. You know, and, right. and, and the allure of you're not doing anything regular. Right. Anything unconventional is like attractive. Right. You know, like you're going against the grain. That's attractive. Right. I'm, you know, if the majority of the people in the world are going, getting up and going to this office every right. day. And I'm over here, you know. Doing this. Do, shooting photography on bridges or whatever it is. Right. But, all, the, you know. but it's a false reality. The reality is I work at UPS. That's right. And, and but that, there's the beauty is the fact that I do work at UPS and this is the struggle of what I'm doing. And I'm using this to help fuel my, but we, we suppress that. It's very like, it was wild to me. I commend anyone that can wake up and do the same thing day after day, hey, you know, right. and, and hey. I'm almost envious that they can get a consistent paycheck. Right. And not have to work because, and I don't know how it is in other professions, but in the DJ world, sometimes you don't know when the money's coming. Absolutely. And it's almost like clubs forget that. Some this of is, us do this as a profession. Right. Some of us, this like, is not hey, a side hustle. Yeah, there's, yeah this exactly. Is not, this is, I eat this way. This is how I eat. You right. know, this is how you know I support a daughter. This is how I make my livelihood. This is how I fund my podcast right. and my music. You right. know, um, and, and people don't always take that into consideration on the venue side. So they pay you when they want. Right. It's really hard to just break that down for me, that entrepreneurial spirit to say, because some people can, some people have the, you have to be wired that way to be able to say, all right, I'm just not, I'm not going to get that bi-weekly paycheck i'm gonna go do this mm -hmm. but that that is a you're it's a little scary. bit yeah it's scary you're a little bit crazy mm -hmm. and it it's harder than anybody actually thinks i think a lot of it is faith-based yeah you know you have to have this this belief in yourself that you will succeed in what you right aiming to do and you know, even though even the people who have the talent, sometimes they don't have the faith. Exactly. And the, the minute they get a, a, a hint of, of, of a failure or, mm -hmm. or it's not going their way, they right. give up. Right, right, right. You know, and, and I've not been that person. I don't know how to be that person. So, right. you know, it, it may have taken me longer to get to, I guess, what's, I guess, a comfortable space now on the outside looking in but to me 12 years in the, in the in the industry i feel like i literally just started yeah you know it's interesting to me too the amount of pressure and like how pressure can help like and you mentioned you had a daughter kids help mm -hmm. you know for for me it's been very interesting to see like 
what you can do when you have to do. Yeah. Like, okay, well, she's got to eat. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing this freelancing game, it just became like, all right, well, if I, it's eat, it, either she eats or doesn't. Yeah. So figure it out. Yeah. So you only really make one path for yourself. Right. Um, so I feel like that pressure can be can be super healthy sometimes. The, the pressure it, it becomes the catalyst. The right. pressure is the is the mechanism that propels you to to succeed. And most times, or if you're lucky enough, you know, pressure, faith, talent, skill, you, right. know, you know, all of those things, you know, you combine all of those things and then you hopefully lead to some path of success. So you felt like the hip hop thing was you knew something in the genre, something in the culture you would you would do. Um, it turned out you're doing the DJ thing and the rapping thing early on. What 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 who, what inspires you now? What are you listening to now? What artists do you think are are doing it for? Like what's in the what's in the car? Uh, Masego. Okay, yay, hey, your boy, yeah. Hey, uh, what's that song? What's that song you like, B? Uh, what I don't know, I don't know. It's a few of them. Dance. Yeah, girls that dance is really good. Yeah, that's the one that I first the first Masego song I heard. Yeah, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like you know because. A lot of my life, my nightly life is playing <laughs> a lot of music that's, you right. know what I mean? It's right. like the ba- bangers. Yeah. Right. So when I'm not at work, I like to be in a more tranquil state of mind. That's interesting. You know, and 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 I like I like the opposite of what I play at work. Right. And people think that like, oh, you're a DJ, so you want to listen to this. They you're, think I'm listening I'm to DJ future. I'm DJ to this. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> no. Like no, you're like no, I'm listening no. to a jazz record right now. It, you know, it's funny because on my way home, you know, like if I'm leaving live at 5 a.m., I'm not listening to anything. Right. Like, I like silence. Right. Total silence. Right. Because, it, you know, it, it's such a, a a compound, you know, Absolutely. this thing all night that when I don't have to do it. I'm like total silence. And too, like who listens to music for that many hours? Like you're, how long are your sets? You'll put four, four Well, six and I mean, and an average night at work is midnight to 5 a.m. That's five hours of music? Loud, loud <laughs> music, loud music. And you mentioned, you mentioned Live. What are some of your favorite clubs to play? Oh, well, it depends because different clubs and different different venues appeal to me for different reasons. Got it. Um, I mean, Live being probably the most popular club. Right. Right. Planet right now. Um, I'm actually playing there tonight. Um, but then I like a place like Wood Tavern, right. where I get to be more right. experimental with, Absolutely. The, with the music. You know right. what I mean? So it all depends. Well, that's kind of cool. I just love DJing. Period. Like it doesn't really matter if it's for a hundred people or a thousand people. Like I just literally love the shit. How did you fall into that? And what is it about DJing that you just like love? Yo, when you play, when you play a song, or when you put two songs together, and then you see somebody in the audience, and they they. Yeah, like that, that, yeah, that, that, that feeling, like it's hard to describe it to somebody who's not a DJ. What that I know what it feels like. Yeah, and and you feel this sort of fulfillment when you do it and when you see it. I can't even explain it. It makes you feel like you've pierced a part of my soul. Like, how did you know that this I would want? Like, yeah, I didn't even know right. that. You know, I mean, that's really what it is. It's like you, you know, you say to yourself, okay. Three songs from now, right. I'm gonna play this, and it's gonna have this effect right. on this room of people. That, and then it happens. That's the thing that I think is the most interesting. Is can you? It is a way. Like when we make movies or when you're making film, you're editing it in a way because I want people to have this feeling. Yeah. And and in a room when you're DJing, it's like, all right, I am gonna control. That's exactly. I'm gonna control and bring this emotion mm-hmm. and shift it and move it. And, yeah. And the, the the cool thing about places like Live and Story, we have a, a lighting technician right, that right. can add these other elements 
that make the music and that feeling that you're talking right, about, it right. enhances, it amplifies it. Because if I could play a certain record that sounds a certain way and shut the lights off, and then you know lights go dark, the whole place is dark. Now you start to ooh, what's about to happen? Right. And then you, you drop a banger, and then they get the strobe yeah, exactly. lights, and then, then it, here comes the confetti. Right. And, you know, so it's all those right. little extra you're, you're like nuances. With all these senses. Exactly. And and but this is something you truly love to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so like people, what, what do you think changes? Like, what do you think changes from like? your version here like what what is what is kanye west and all these other artists going through where they get to a point where it's like they're doing what they love but obviously you could see that they're like struggling or shifting or you hear from some artists you don't hear from anymore Mm -hmm. um and it's something about the industry that's also very like i mean fickle or dangerous or i think i think the industry is a devil yeah you know it's the reason why you know, my brother, he, in, in, in addition to being at the Source magazine, he, he published a book. And in the book, uh, the second chapter was about me. And it was called My Brother, the Rap Star. And at the time when he wrote it, I was 19. Hmm. Now, you understand, he was there the night Biggie got killed. Wow. You know, he had to uh, proof and approve the stories on Tupac if he lived or if he died. Yeah. From Vegas. Right. You know? And here comes his little brother saying, I want to rap. I want to rap. Right. Help me get into the game. Right. And, and he's, he's torn just, between, yeah. you know, the talent of his little baby sibling or this destructive, you know, terrible industry that's that's happening and and trying to shun me, you know, and keep keep me out of that. Right. You know, it's 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 a tough thing. It's interesting. That game is interesting because you have like the Biggie and Tupac beef going back and forth in between music. Mm-hmm. That ended up in people losing their lives, and then you see that Drake and uh, and Kanye and the Pusha T and all Push that, it, yeah. And, and then that you know it, that people are and they want it. You know, yeah. the audience is like Drake, put it out. You yeah. Know? Do yeah. you feel like uh, Do you feel like he should have? Do you feel like Do you feel like that's good for the culture? Do you feel like it's bad? Do you feel like it's good for music? Or I think it's I think it's um, I think it's good for 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 hip hop, but. With anything in life, I think there's a line, there's a threshold. Sure, sure. You know, and and I don't think that we're in the the position in life where thresholds need to be crossed anymore. Sure, because sure. we've seen we've seen what we've seen. Right, right, right. We've right. seen the the full extent of that. You know, I think there's a way to be witty and clever and diss somebody right. without crossing. Without lines. Be, right, right. You know, what is it about being a celebrity where you just like you see you could you're at a point where you you have it all. Mm-hmm. You know, you, as far as finances go, you're good to go, and people know who you are. And then you just like Antonio Brown, like you're you're set, you're mm-hmm. set up, and you you literally ruin it for yourself. Listen, man, I think uh, he threw what he threw a bag of dicks. That's what I heard. What I heard. I mean, we we live in a in a in in an era of of shock value, right? And it's so. You can create a career off of shock value, you right? Know? And 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 being talked about for the moment. You right. know, I think there's never been a more prominent effect of the 15 minutes of fame than, than this era that we live in right it's now. It's happening, man. You know, but I also think that mental health is is a is a real thing, right? Right. And those of because I'm an advocate for it because I've had my own mental health right. issues with, with, with things, you know, coming from being in this business that you don't know what somebody's going through, why they would make certain decisions and throw it all away, essentially. You know, it's interesting because like we are very judgy and quarter public we, opinion. Yeah, but we have like decided how we think you should be. Mm-hmm. You know, I've decided how you should react 
to what I'm gonna say now. And so people inherit, when you go outside of that, uh, it, it almost is like we, we're, we have to remind ourselves, it's like, oh, they could be going through something, he's have his own thoughts, he could be struggling with whatever, and you have no idea. And uh, but you're being quiet today, so you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I think that's like so interesting. But mental health is such a, it's such a big deal. But I think it almost stems from. I don't think a lot of people have a lot of people that they around or surround themselves with that they can actually be honest with. Right. And I think that is like, there's got to be something tied together with like things that you hold in mm-hmm. and you don't feel like you can release, and what that does to your your state of mind. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think through whatever you're creating or whatever you're. I, I think if people were more willing to be, willing to be more vulnerable, they'd be surprised how how much they have in common with people they think they don't have anything in common with. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because we all have a brain, we all have you know pain and things that we go through, but so many of us bottle it up and keep it in. If you take a moment and express it, you realize somebody's going through something almost similar and that's what i'm saying like you but instead you get the posts of the gram that i'm like here i'm in paris i'm doing this blah 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 blah. like that's what i want people to see but really if you send the post like yo i'm struggling with this like my i'm struggling with my mental health or i'm struggling about trying to get a job everyone be like yo man like I, i've been there know what this is like and yeah. people, that would be more relatable but we hold that we hold that in that's- i mean you know there, there, there's a girl from out here there's actually two individuals right there's a girl from out here uh, named ashley bianca jones mm-hmm. and she has a, a, a foundation uh called the come union gathering come in a union and put it together got it and she asked me to come share a bit of my story Uh um with 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 a a room full of people and at first i was like no i'm definitely not doing that i'm not about to (laughs) i don't want anybody in here i'm not doing that like i got an image to keep and all of that and you know but then something just told me like yo just go talk to these people and and share a little bit of, of what you've been through and in doing that not only was it therapeutic for me right but so many people came up to me afterwards and was like yo i felt i feel you i yeah. felt you and i've now established rapports with uh, some of those people that were in that audience that now i talk to like on a regular and basis. you never would have like I never would never have. just never you know. would have they don't come to the club so i would never see them in, right. in a, my right. regular daily routine and and but now there's like actual relationships organic bonds with these people just from me taking off that veil or that shroud and say okay here's what i've been through that's that's messed up what do you think you know what what have you gone through and now let's share and it's not enough sharing people share photos and they share right of course they share weed they share everything except Except, except, yeah and except real shit exactly yeah that's pretty interesting i feel like too and that divide has almost like we talked about north florida it is almost like in the country it is almost like there is such a a staunch divide of like how people think and we need to separate each other into these little boxes, mm-hmm. whether it's political, whether it's um, classes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh, where we are in, in America as people, pretty some interesting, really interesting times mm-hmm. as far as race relations, as far as like just people. I don't know. It's very interesting. Like people... Like, um, you know, I felt like when we were, like when we were coming up, like there's not real, there's not much you could say, like no one's going to raise their hand. Like if it was like, yo, who is like cool with Nazis? Mm -hmm. No one's going to be like, yeah, I'm cool with that. Most people are like, no, I'm like, but like now people are more outspoken. Mm -hmm. People are uh, more divided than they almost ever have been. And I think that's partly social media, partly platform. Mm -hmm. But I think people have probably more in common than 
than than we let on. Yeah. But I almost feel like where we are as a country and issues, we are super divided. Do you feel I mean, that way? I feel like, you know, obviously I wasn't alive in the 60s, but this has to be something like what the 60s felt like right. or, or the 50s where... In a different way, but yeah. In a, in a different way, but where it's like, okay, okay, you know there's racism going on. It's in 100%. your face a lot more. You know, there are no... No, no crosses and swastikas, sure. all, but you. you it's in a see, different way. It's in a different way. Right. It's on social media. It's, it's on the news, you know. And I don't know if it's it's a catch twenty two because it's good and it's bad because it's like it's 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 putting a spotlight on the shit and showing you or it's holding the mirror up to America and say, all right, America. This is, in case you thought something yeah. else, here's who we really this are. This is you. This man. is you. Like this, this is, this is us. You know what I mean? And and you know, as the saying goes, you know destroy and rebuild right and i think the past you know four years there's been a deconstruction of america yeah that i think because i don't think trump is going to get reelected. Right, right i don't believe that and my spirit tells me he won't that after that regime has left office then it's going to be the rebuilding phase of right. this country it's the weirdest thing in the world you remember after 9 11 happened and right after that it was like this kind of community feeling throughout the whole country super patriotic everybody was like god bless you get home safe yep. brother yep. you know and like didn't matter who you were it felt like there was this like this ultimate tragedy happened and we were all somehow bonded together yeah and and then that was you know that's 2001 one yeah and now it's 2020 mm -hmm. and it's kind of nothing like that has even happened but it's more divided than yeah. it's ever have been I obviously think trump has a lot to do with that and you can and i think social media you know helps that because now everybody has a voice right everybody has a voice right so one person puts out one thing it gets to 100 people Absolutely. then to a thousand and then ten thousand and it's so you know it's not like you know around 9 11 time where you kind of right. you got the news right you in hip hop, you got your video shows, and right. that was it. You know, right. but now it's like it's it. so much content bombarding us from all over the place that it, it creates more opinions and more point of views. And now right. everybody gets to express those point of views and share right. it with each other, and it's crazy, man. It's interesting. I think. Do Do you feel like more content? Do you feel like it's better? Do you feel like more people having a voice? YouTube, all these other platforms of everyone sharing. All do you feel like it's a good thing? Do you feel like that's harmful? You know, I think it's good, and I think it's good, and it's bad. It's like it's like that book, um, the Forty Eight Laws of Power. I don't know if you've ever yeah, read yeah, yeah. it. Um, but it's like that book is 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 a weapon in a sense. You know, depending on whose hands it's in, and it can right. be used in a good way. Right. You know, a, 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 as a as a piece of knowledge or it can be used as a manipulative tool and right. it all depends on who's sharing the information or who's use, using the information right so it's about you talk about social media it's always like well who's using the social media what are they using it for right how are they how are they exactly. doing it? what are they doing with it you said you think you don't think trump's gonna get reelected. i don't do you believe so. why do you think that i you know i just think i think it <laughs> it's and I'm the type of person, I'm that person that I've never put anything about him on my social media. Okay. Yeah, you're not like, ah, oh, the right wing Republicans. <laughs> right, I just, right. I refuse, you know, because that's just not, um, I don't spend that energy. Right. I don't even. And honestly, it's not like you're ever going to post something political and that group of people that you're talking about is going to be like, you know what? Fly guy's right. Right, exactly. He's like, we are racist. You know, you <laughs> know what they, I mean? Like they know. They're never gonna think it's a yeah, you yeah. why waste your time? I just you know, it's it's just I don't I don't, you know, spend the energy on it, but it's just something, man, that it, it's just been so terrible it has what's been. happened to this country that I can't see people wanting four more years of that. Right. 
Right. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, stranger things have happened in this country, that's for sure. But I would like to believe in my, in my heart that he wouldn't get reelected. What are you working on now that you feel most excited about? Uh, the podcast, for sure. The Fly Guy Show is, is definitely something that it's been materializing yeah. uh, pretty good. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I even started from uh, my man DJ EFN from Jink Champs. Okay, He's right. the one that kind of suggested I do it. Right. You know, um, so that's, that's shaping up. Did you feel be, like that was inside you? Because DJing is kind of like, you're almost behind the scenes. Well, and, and not, well is, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's funny because I guess the the way I DJ or where I DJ, I'm more. I'm yeah, you are, yeah, they're the face. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> right. So, you know, but I, but when I got into the business, you know, I said, I said, I said, something but don't laugh at me but I, I did say that uh, i wanted to make the the craft of djing i wanted to make the dj be a sex symbol right you know because if you talk to women women never gave a fuck about who the dj was when they went to a party right it was always the, the celebrity whoever's hosting right. whatever athlete was right and i said okay when i get into this game i'm gonna make you want to come out to see me see, see the dj and then right. whoever else is there cool that's, right that's the adage but right. so that's you know that motivation alone was why I took this shit so seriously and 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 made this career happen and formulate the way the way it did to become the face of a party or a brand or, or whatever it is and then take that notoriety and say, okay, now let me just shift energies over to this type of content. Right. Which is still in line with who I am as a person. Right. Substantive, introspective, you know, sophisticated quality, stuff like that. Right. And then see who latches onto that. And it's it's been working. That's cool, and 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 it's so much work. Like, have, was it more work than you ever thought it would be? Like, what is your thought process um, been as far as like create? Has it been fluid? Has it been? It's been it's been it's been very organic, you know, because it, it's the way I branded is part podcast, part friendly conversation, kind of sure. like like what yeah. we're doing here, right, right, you know, right, right, with, right. With, with people uh, that I know, right, um, or know to an extent. Some people I've known for longer than others, but yeah. it's still somebody I have personal relationships with, right. So the conversations are never forced, but it, you know, it's it's. Because I, I I am a micromanager, a little bit over controlling. Perfectionist, man. You're a DJ, you're an artist, man. Like I mean, come on. I mean, come on. You know, I I, I told myself I said I want to learn how to edit. I want to learn Final Cut Pro so that I can edit the podcast. Right. That's, that's I've been doing some of them. I edit myself. Yeah. Just to make sure that you know this is the way you want it to. Yeah. Yeah. And cool. I, you know, because I'm not the one that's going to be like. Okay, so yeah, I came, I sat with this person. Go ahead, just send it to me when yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's like, thank you. Nah, that's not, that's not how I work. I need to know like, how this shit's going to look before uh, the right. public sees it. So it's hard in the sense that I didn't know video editing was so fucking tedious. Yo, bro. Like, this shit's crazy. Yo, man, the time consuming, <laughs> just sitting in there. That, and I can't imagine like doing that shit for like a movie. Yeah, man. It's, it's in a new, uh, that's, people don't, people underestimate what happens in, in posting, yeah, yeah, yeah. post and just yeah. how long all this stuff takes. Yeah, and you know, but it's cool. Like I'm learning about microphones, lavaliers. I'm learning Absolutely. about lighting. I'm learning about which cameras you know yeah. should be used and what shouldn't yeah. be used. So you know, it's been it's been um it's been a good a good uh process. Man, that's awesome. All right, I'm gonna do something called rapid fire with you. So this is just I'm gonna ask you a few questions. You just okay. You just blurt them out. Mm. Just give it to me raw. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh. F uh. uh you can only eat fast food for a week, and it's not Chick Fil A. Where are you going? If it's not Chick Fil A, yeah, shit. Chick Fil A is not fast food, man. It's, I know, right? It's it upper is, echelon. It is. It is. Right? Upper, it's upper echelon. Shit. Anytime you can close your shit on Sunday, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about nothing. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, not worried today. about nothing. Um, uh, Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. You're not what? What? what, 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 what no. 
I had wings the other day that got me again. <laughs> okay, uh, New York, LA, Miami. Miami. Wow. Yeah. Even though I love LA. Yeah. But wow. For my profession, DJing. Yeah, I could see that. It's every everywhere else struggles to compare to what we do here. So I've seen because I go DJing all those in around the world, like all the cities. Wow. And I feel like when I go there, every place else is trying to replicate what they've come here and experience. They're trying to do it in their city. All right, uh, Mount Rushmore of DJs. Grandmaster Flash, Kid Capri. Pretty good. Uh, Jazzy Jeff. Hey. And, hmm, damn. Grand Wizard Theodore. Okay. Yeah. Like I see you struggling over yeah, there. Because I was, was, was going to say somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Jazzy Jeff. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Very yeah. cool. Who I've had, the, I've had the pleasure of spinning with Jazzy Jeff and with uh, Kid Capri. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You're, uh, you're, you come home late from DJing. You're super tired, but you're also super hungry. Mm -hmm. But you can only do one. Eat or sleep? Yeah. Eat or sleep. I mean. Eat. <laughs> I do nah, not go man. to bed hungry. Fuck you can't. that. I can't go to bed hungry. I don't care how nah. sleepy I am. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was that you? My guy. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> you know? No, 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 no. I am going to sleep. No, I am man. Because when you wake up, you wake up. And you're mad. You wake up mad. <laughs> you're like, shit, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite uh, social media platform? Instagram. Okay. Let me uh, tell you something. Can I share something with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it. Yesterday, Somebody, okay, somebody hacked my Instagram, right? And to send a bunch of DMs to people okay, about okay. whatever. And I couldn't log back in. Oh my God. And I had an anxiety attack. And I called my assistant. And I was like, I can't get into my Instagram. Oh my like, God. help. I need help. Like, right. I really was like having a panic what am I attack. Do? And then I ended up getting back in. But then I sat and I thought about it for a minute. And I was like, yo, I was really the about to out. lose it because of a social media app. But I didn't realize how. I it's, think like many of us are so connected to these things thing. that it's crazy. Like it's the thought thing. of not having it almost like sent me sent you not like yo, it's my brand. Like what am I gonna do? Like, like I can't post about the party tonight. I can't do. Yeah, what, what am I supposed to do? Like come on, what what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, I, it, like like there's nothing else you could do. Right. Like it's the it's it's scary, man. It's scary, man. <laughs> that's 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 the world we in though. That is the world we live in with these phones. Man, well, thank you so much for coming on and just chatting. No, tell tell everyone, tell about the podcast, where can they watch it? Oh. Where can everyone check you out? Your, uh, give them your Instagram DM. Yeah, uh, at the Fly Guy Show for the podcast, at a Fly Guy on Instagram, uh, youtube.com slash Fly Guy. You get all the content, man. You know, content is king, man. Food, and shout out to the homie that gave you the name, the Fly Guy, man. <laughs> oh, the, the girl, I think, yeah, <laughs> Tiffany, yeah. Yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, we're Tiffany. here for you, Tiffany. <laughs> Dude, yeah. thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. It. Thank you. You got it. Pleasure.